cuts it back, dives and scores, and Tennessee has tied it up with the PAT coming. Incredible rally. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Chris Fowler with the call last night on ESPN. I feel like Chris might walk out of that booth being like, where's... Where's Kirk Herb Street? Kirk, where 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 are you at? Uh, Chris on the call with uh with Dan Orlovsky and, and Lewis Riddick last night of the other Monday night football game with the Titans and the Dolphins. Uh narrator, the extra point was good, and the Titans would go on to beat the Miami Dolphins in like stirring comeback fashion last night. Pretty improbable. Twenty-eight to twenty. So over the next forty minutes, we will hit as many games as we can coming up week 15 in the NFL we will wrap it up coming up next hour power hour on the show we'll also have a conversation with our friend Matt Moore uh, talking NBA and we'll give you all our bets for tonight uh, just last thing here and Jake bring the music up on the Titans and the Texans we touched on this game to uh, to end last hour on the show and Ken you were kind of saying like you know maybe it's maybe it's Houston up in a teaser um, we'll see, well, like, obviously what the injury situation is going to be is Stroud going to play is Nico Collins going to play is uh, Dalton Schultz going to play and my thought was, look, if if these guys are all going to miss, and we don't know about Stroud yet, the concussion protocol seems like roll, roll of the dice. D'Amico Ryans addressed the media yesterday on Monday in Houston. He kind of made it seem like this was pretty iffy for Nico Collins dealing with a strained calf muscle. Um, if Nico's going to miss this game, and it's not just Nico out, right? Tank Dell's out for the season two. Schultz plays, is he going to be 100%? And you might be looking at Davis Mills potentially throwing to Robert Woods, and John Mechie and Noah Brown and like Brevin Jordan uh, with two running backs and like Singletary's had a couple nice games, but like a largely inefficient rushing attack this year up against the Titans. And I, and a good defensive coach, obviously, in D'Amico Ryans. This total seem a little high to you if that's going to be the case here. And Ken, I'm sure the total would go down if all these guys were ruled out. And I don't know, maybe, maybe trying to get ahead of something here if we get word that, you know, Stroud might miss. The total kind of stuck out to me a little bit as maybe being like a smidge high if this is going to be the case. I mean, I just, my only concern though is like what we've known about the Titans all along, right? We don't know if Jeffrey Simmons is going to play necessarily, but like their past defense is atrocious. So I know like the way we the way we frame like, oh, like Davis Mills and, and Mechie and Noah Brown, these guys like and Robert Woods, like, I mean, like that, that offense can still score a lot of points against the t- like every offense can potentially score a lot of points like the last night's game like did go over the total but a lot of Miami's offense was obviously obscured by the fact that like Tyreek gets hurt early well like Jalen Waddle and Mostert get hurt on the first drive they come back in Tyreek gets hurt and you could tell and, and Baselli Tony Baselli did a great job of pointing this out uh Fowler did a good job on the telecast of constantly pointing this out like is this <clears throat> excuse me is this is this the best argument for Tyreek Hill's MVP candidacy is like look at this like, look at how, you know, just like sort of uh, inconsistent, I guess would be uh, maybe, the, maybe the right word, just uh, inefficient. This offense is if Tyreek Hill's not there. So uh, my whole point of like saying that is just if he plays, like, I think there's no question they have the potential to score a billion points in that game. And Houston can show up with basically anything, I think, and have the potential to score a lot of points. Like if the weather's OK and the total's in the 30s, just like I think the Titans pass defense and the Titans' ability to give up explosive plays, kind of just like, I I feel like would hinder my ability to like bet an under in the game. Like, I just, I wouldn't, it's still like a forward-thinking offensive coordinator who has orchestrated an offense, scored a lot of points this year and generated a lot of big plays. Like, that didn't go anywhere. The guy pulling the strings is, is not as good. But like the concept, like the strategy, the, uh, you know, whether to be conservative or not, the aggressiveness is, is still there. So, yeah, I, I don't, 
I would actually kind of be thinking the opposite. I'd be like, maybe guys miss and it's like 35 and the weather's okay and you play the over. Um, and maybe you get like a 2017 type of game pretty easily. Yeah, I think this is the game where we'll we'll have to like know more about like the Texans injury situation sure. before we're able like to finalize any bets. Kind of similar to the Packers Bucks game. So more conversation on this game coming up tomorrow. First injury report will be out, and obviously over the course of the rest of the week. All right, let's go to this, uh, this Dolphins Jets game on Sunday in Miami. And I agreed wholeheartedly with what Whale said when he joined us on the show yesterday. Drew Densick, like this was eleven and a half yesterday before Miami played, and I saw that I'm like, well. I hope we get something similar to this because I'd love to bet the Jets at this price. Uh, well, Miami loses, and now we won't we won't get that price. And also, Tyree kills day to day, and starting center Connor Williams torn ACL, like done for the year for the Miami Dolphins, and kind of like the like the feeling around this team, like a little bit different right now. And, and you know, how about Brandon Marshall, our teammate, um, the BetQL Network, saying last hour like Miami can't win the big game, right? They just can't get it done. Not that this is that against the Jets, just that the feeling around this team I feel like is a little negative right now for a team that's nine. And four, extremely likely to make the postseason in the AFC. Uh, the Jets, a little momentum coming into this game. Robert Sala said it was Zach Wilson's best game as a professional. 300-plus passing yards as the Jets beat the Texans on Sunday at Rainy MetLife. The new market here, Kim, Miami, a nine-point home favorite. Total here, 39.5. And, and just for context, when these two teams played on Black Friday at the Meadowlands uh, the day after Thanksgiving, uh, Miami was a nine-and-a-half-point favorite at close. Of course, that was uh, Tim Boyle as the starting quarterback and not Zach Wilson, just as a method of comparison here between the two point spreads. So what do you make of this game on Sunday, Ken? Miami 9 against the Jets at Ben MGM, total 39 and a half. And not just Tim Boyle, and this goes without saying, I guess, but like on the road too. So like if you're looking and be like, well, how can it be the same number? I'd be like, well, because home field advantage is like different in both places. So it's like Boyle and that kind of like, a, I, I agree with you, like obscures the difference um, where it's like, can we can we take anything away from that? Where I'm not... I mean, I'll just speak for myself, like, I'm not using the Black Friday game as some, like, anchor to make decisions in this game. Uh, like, Tim Boyle started, and uh, the Dolphins were not nearly as hurt as they are coming into this game. So I don't I don't know if there's a lot to take away necessarily. Like, where, like, well, they did this, so it has to be the same, or the market has to be the same or anything. So I, I would just start by saying that. Um, just from a mathematical standpoint, like, the tools in your toolbox you can use to make bets. Uh, there are eight and a halfs on this game everywhere right now. I'm looking at a board that's about 90% eight and a halfs, um, even though MGM's dealing nine. Uh, eight and a half obviously recall, uh, brings to mind the two-team six-point teaser, which means, like, Miami does qualify now, like, basically as a result of looking so bad last night and Tyreek Hill's availability being in question, uh, you do have the ability to tease Miami almost just to win the game right now against Zach Wilson at home. So as, as much as Miami leaves a bad taste in everybody's mouth because of what they did yesterday, they were also up 14 without Tyreek Hill with three minutes left. And now you can tease them to beat Zach Wilson at home. Just going to like throw that out there for everybody because I know everyone's like trying to pile on how bad Miami is right now. They were up two touchdowns with three minutes left and you get to basically just have to beat Zach Wilson now and you and you win half of a bet. Um, that's the start of this for me is now the ability to get that number and do this because of what's happening with Miami. I think that's a buy in terms of just like the overall side and total market. Um, you know, it'll move as Tyree Kill moves a little bit. Right? Like if he gets more likely to play, this probably gets sped up a little bit more. If he isn't going to play, we saw how bad it was. It's also, though, worth noting, 
I'm going to guess and McDaniel, like, you know, I talked a lot about after the game about like he could have done some stuff differently or whatever. Always different to be thrown a really significant injury in the middle of a game as opposed to having a week where, you know, it's a possibility that that player is not going to play. So, like, I also don't think like because I think a lot of people it's going to be if Tyreek Hill misses like, oh, my God, did you see what happened against Tennessee when he was out of the game? Look how terrible it looked. And the Jets defense is really good. And like they can hold up just like it's way different to have a quarterback injury. It'd be the same thing. Like, yeah, the guy gets all week to prepare for the game. That's going to be a little different than, Hey, go in and, and do something different. I think Tyree kill. It's honestly no different with Jalen Waddle having to do more and having to call the game completely differently. So I'm like, still not like out on Miami in a bunch of these situations. I, do I want him in a huge game against the bills at the end? No. Do I want him against Dallas? Probably not. But like to beat Zach Wilson, to you be able to use that teaser now at this price, like I'm almost looking at this as like, th- like thank you for losing and blowing this 14 point lead. Like now I get to make this bet. Um, if Tyreek's out, what do you think the point spread's going to be? And do we think it he's going go to play? Just I don't think clear. it'll be seven. I don't think it'll be seven. It'll be a little, little less than this. I don't know something that's not seven. Now it is worth noting, like they were up 14 at the end of the game. I think like. Like me, you, and like Alex and Jake and uh, and company here uh, and Tyler. I think we could have maybe scored a couple touchdowns with the way they gifted they gifted uh, Miami the ball in the red zone there with oh, those two no fumbles questions. towards the end of the yeah. game. Um, I, we talked about this off air a little bit, and I'm kind of like I don't know what I want to do here. There's part of me, and look, you make a great you make a great case, right? And de- did I say downtown Mike Brown? Mike Brown also. I don't know if I've mentioned him. We're really late in the season. We work every day. Yeah. Brains brains a little fried Love you guys. at this point. Yeah, you guys are the best. Also, also would like to go on vacation and not talk to anyone for a really long time. Uh, I'm a little unclear about what I want to do. And Ken, like I said, you make a good case potentially for Miami, at least in a teaser like right? How poor, how bad they looked. It is still Zach Wilson. Um, part of me feels like the Jets are just going to win this game. And part of me feels like the Giants have a good chance to win against the Saints on Sunday also. So look, we can, we'll analyze both games and I'll give you my thoughts on both games individually. But I'm... I'm thinking about spreading the news and leaving today. We haven't done the New York, New York Moneyline Parlay since October 2021. Coincidentally enough, the Giants also were in New Orleans for that one and won that game in overtime with Joe Judge still as the coach. In the Saquon Barkley, like, amazing overtime in fourth quarter. The Giants winning that game at New Orleans, and the Jets beat the winless Jets at the time, beat the Tennessee Titans 27-24 that day also. So I I don't know if I'm going to do it, but I do think that the Jets are live in the game. Um, I, I I would never lay Miami at this number. Uh, maybe maybe it is Miami in a teaser, and I'll give some, some time to think about the game this week. But I, I, I do think, Ken, that the Jets are going to be frisky in this game. I do not think that Miami, like, blows them out. Maybe they win by three, right, or win by four, and they cover a teaser leg. I don't think Miami wins this game by ten or more. Like, if I had to bet the side right now, just like, like nine or eight and a half bet the side, I, I think I would take the points with the Jets. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think it's interesting. Is this uh, is this going to be the start of like a longer swoon for the Dolphins as we go into the end of the season? I know you're like really bullish on the Jets in this game, really bullish or on the Bills. Or a good run for to... the Jets, right? Curious what you think about sure. that. Like, are the Jets going to start playing a little better now after what happened last week? My answer to that's like a flat no, because it's Zach Wilson. I think it's just going to be inconsistent. There are going to be some games where they play well, some games where they don't. That's kind of what it's going to be. And maybe it's a little hard to figure out which one, when it's one and when it's the other. But, uh, you know, I, I, I think I would... I'd be more interested in the idea that, you know, the Dolphins just like 
the way the schedule ended up breaking for them, they had so few games that were like remotely challenging that when they kind of like found themselves in one, like look kind of like look at what happened. And when they've had these test games this year, they've lost. Um, I think it's possible they don't close the year very well. But like, what is this game in that? Like Dallas, that's a test game. Buffalo end of the year, that's a test game. Those are games where we know the Dolphins haven't played very well when they play a team with equal talent, um, when they play a team with like equal speed and uh, and playmakers. Sure. Um, is that what this is? Because like the the Black Friday game, like Boyle, like the point spread, Boyle against the Dolphins, like it's all, that's all a toss out. If Tyreek Hill plays, it's a lot of the same components for the Dolphins offense and a lot of the same components for the Jets defense. And the Dolphins offense smashed for parts of that game. They had trouble converting on some of their red zone trips, but like, I think it was like six, six and a half yards per play in the game against the Jets defense playing at home. So like, I... I don't know. Like, I, I'm not I'm not nearly like I, I know you. I hear all the reasons why you think the Jets are good and you like them and you might be right. I, I don't it's not like super confident and I'm not like laying Miami confidently. I just I'm always mindful of like the last thing we saw because you're like you love the Giants. You love betting against the Dolphins. Like, I'm always mindful of like, what was the last thing we saw? Is that in this? Is that like big time in this? And in all the games that we're talking about, the answer is a huge yes. Like Titans might close a field goal favorite against you. Like, look at all of these point spreads have changed in two days based on what we've seen. Like, is the idea that like, oh, well, I know it was 11 and a half, 12, and now it's nine, but like still so much value on the Jets. Whale would say yes. Like he makes the number way less than this, I think. But I'm always mindful of like, not of just like the the extreme recency bias that happens in the NFL sometimes and how that's sometimes not really indicative of what ends up happening. Hey, it looks like you might be right about that. Um, I'm not saying that I want to bet the Jets, just that I would rather bet the Jets than bet at, at the number right now. I wouldn't lay Miami. I think I'd bet the Jets are nothing. And, you know, let's 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 see how this Dolphins offensive line holds up against the Jets defensive frontier. Now, I, I will say, as we kind of do the segment, and, and, you know, Miami to win at home against Zach Wilson by three does seem like it's pretty good. So we're not in range there at BetMGM just yet. Uh We'll probably get there, right, considering that we're there, like Ken said, in a bunch of other sports books, right? So maybe that's what this is, is Miami teasers. I, I would not lay this number with Miami, though, just like I would not lay the nine. I prefer to take the Jets if I had to choose between the two. Um, let's close the segment and at least uh, start talking about the Saints and the Giants. I, I think this was six yesterday, right, before the game, before the Monday yep. Night Football game, and then it went down to four and a half, and then it went back up to six. I guess New Orleans got bet a little bit today. So Tommy DeVito, like, taking the nation by storm, and the Gabagool, and all this good stuff, and all the Sopranos memes that everyone, like, tweets the same thing, and it's like, like, we get it, everybody, like, and is it really that funny? And I don't think agents. there are any jokes left with the agent. I don't think there are any jokes left. I think they've all been used. <laughs> So the agent's name is Sean Stellato, and like I have a friend with the last name Stellato, who I think is definitely funnier and more of an Italian than the agent. Just, just, just my opinion. As an Italian from New York, who's friends with a lot of other Italians from New York. Sure. Just, just saying. Um, so the Giants, kind of like the, one of the toasts of the NFL right now. They are six-point road dogs at New Orleans on Sunday. The total's thirty-seven and a half. And I say this half joking, like. I, is DeVito better than Derek Carr? Like, Carr is probably a better quarterback than DeVito, but I mean, Carr is brutal. And maybe DeVito's not great, but neither's Derek Carr. Ken, curious your early thoughts on this game. We can carry it over into the next segment. Well, I mean, you're, the better argument there is, like, who's the better coach? And it's, like, not even close. Like, that's the that's like the, that's like the big winning argument in this game, right? I mean, it's Dennis Allen versus Dable. And, you know, Dable's had a, a pretty rough season these last few games notwithstanding, but... Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, I, I think 
you know, it's it's a broken record. Uh, I I almost if it's if Derek Carr is the starting quarterback, I'm not laying a big number with the Saints in any game. And they covered against Carolina, and Carolina was that bad. And if you bet him was great, I'm I'm never going to lay the Saints in games like this. Not bet the game or bet the other team. That's always what I'm doing. We'll talk about it on the other side. How to bet the Saints and the Giants. We'll also get the Sunday Night Football at the Ravens and the Jaguars. Monday Night Football at the Eagles and the Seahawks. You better, you bet rolls on right after this.